Today's Misila Isharim was dedicated to the success of Yosef ben Yonah. Bezat Hashem and the zechut of the limud haTorah the Rabbim and the zechut of the tzedakah. Yosef ben Yonah should have hatzlocha bechol maasei yadav beruhaniyut ubegashmiyut. Amen. Okay, so now we've been in the subject about praying for the redemption, for the rebuilding of the Beis HaMikdash, for Yerushalayim. I want to try to go a little bit into that subject, being that we learned just yesterday the importance of praying for this. You have to, at first step, you have to realize what we're missing in order to pray for something. You understand? It's true, we want to pray for the honor of Hashem and the Hilul Hashem, which we've been speaking about, but we're also praying for all spiritual decline that takes place in the world, and that's all part of the Hilul Hashem. Okay, so let's try to get into the sugi a little bit. We know on Shabbat, in the Beracha, on the Haftarah, what do we say? We say, Rahem al Tzion. Have mercy on Tzion. Ki hi bet hayenu. So the Bet HaMikdash is referred to the house of our life. Which means, in other words, the spiritual life force that the Jewish people need in order to have vitality spiritual vitality, spiritual life, we need to have the Bet HaMikdash. That's the Bet Hayenu. There's a Pasuk in Yeshaya that refers to the Bet HaMikdash as Admatechem, your land. But it uses the word Adama, not Artsechem or Erechem. It says Admatechem. Wow, look who's here today. Ezra, the Rosh Shabbat. Right? You're listening. So the Pasuk in Yeshaya refers to the Beis HaMikdash as Admatechem. So first of all, it calls it your land. It's only a building. It's not a land. And second of all, the choice of words that it uses is Admatechem. This is in the first chapter of Yeshaya. The Vilna Goyen says, the reason why the Pasuk, the reason why the Navi, the Prophet, refers to the Beis HaMikdash as Admatechem is because what do we know about Adama, the ground? The Adama is the source of life for all living things, right? The ground, from the dirt grows the vegetation, which is the food for people, food for animals, which ultimately the people eat the animals. So the whole food chain is coming out of the ground. So the Adoma is the Mekor Chius. It's the source of life. So just like the physical Adoma is the source for our life and our sustenance, so too the Beta Mikdash is the Mekor for our Chayim. Here is David. Shema good. So basically, 
the Beis HaMikdash is giving us our spiritual life. A Jewish person has not only a physical, materialistic life, he has a spiritual life. So it comes out, with the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash, we actually suffered a death, a spiritual death. You understand that? We suffered a spiritual death. Let's try together to understand in a practical way how a spiritual death, what it does to us, okay? Let's try to understand it, because since we're learning that topic here in the Masih al-Sasharim, that we have to daven for the Beis HaMikdash to be rebuilt, if we don't know what we're missing, then we don't know what we're praying for, okay? So for those of you that come early enough for davening, which obviously those that come to Musa do, all right? So what does it say? We always, at the end of Korbanot, before Hodu, right? What does it say? We don't do Korbanot over here, huh? In the weekday. But in the Shabbat, the Korbanot, what does it say? It says as follows. Yehuda ben Tema Omer. Moishi comes sit down on him. Yehuda ben Tema Omer. This is in the fifth, towards the end of the fifth perek of Masechet Avot. Okay? You're listening. Yehuda ben Tema Omer. Yehuda ben Tema says, Have'az kanamer. Be bold or brazen, whatever how they translate this in English, az. Kanamer, like a leopard. Vikal kanamer, meaning don't, uh, if people try to make fun of you while you're steiging, while you're learning, you're becoming self-rum, whatever happened to you, right? So be us. Don't 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 take it to heart and do what you gotta do. Don't be afraid. Okay? Kal Kanesha, be swift like an eagle. Virats Katsevi and run like a deer. Vigibor Kaari and be strong like a lion. So each one of these animals have a certain tchuna. The Namer has Eaz, the Nesher is Kal. The Tzvi has his light on his feet, his rods, and Ari has strength. Okay? What should you use all these attributes for? You should use these attributes, last place with Tzvi, Shabbat Shabbat. Ah, you're not a Tzvi, you're not a Ari, but Terence says when Hashem made a human being, He put the koiches of all of creations into the man. So every single one of us have this kolach nefesh of these animals and these koiches nefesh that were given to us that these animals have we have to use them for avoidance Hashem good then he says hu omer az panim legehenam but if a person doesn't use az kanamer for avoidance Hashem he uses az panim to be a mechotzef right he is legehenam. He belongs to Gehenam. Okay? That's like an animal. You know, animal has simanim of tahara and simanim of tum'ah. Correct? So a siman means a manifestation. The simanim of tahara in an animal is the manifestation of its purity. I'm not going to go into that whole sugi to explain why that is. But that's what it is. So Rabbi Rucham says, if you want to see if a man is a person who belongs to Gehenim, 
the manifestation of such a person in this world, how it looks, a Gehenna man, a man that only has a place for him in Gehenna, he's a Ben Gehenna, is a person who has Azponim. If you want to see if a person is a Gan Eden person, you can't tell. So what's the manifestation of a Gan Eden person in this world? If he has Boshet Panim. Fine, that's the Mishnah. Good. Then the Mishnah continues. A prayer. Should be your will. Hashem that the Beis Hamikdash should be rebuilt speedy in our days. That's the Mishnah. Got it? So the Beforshim are bothered. What does the end of the Mishnah have to do with the beginning of the Mishnah? You give me a whole speech that you have to become as ponim, as kanamer for Hashem. You have to be Ratzkatsevi for Avodas Hashem. And then all of a sudden you give me a whole prayer of Yehiratzon, it should be a will to build a base on Mikdash. What's the Shaykhis to the two things? You got the Kasher Maselton? The Kushia Atzuma. What's the Shaykhis, the first part of the Mishnah to the second? Good. I saw in some of the commentaries, they say, a Muridikivart. Now you gotta hear this because it's Amkis, Rabbi Big Yisaitis. You listening? They say as follows. What you are doing in the beginning of the Mishnah is you're doing fixing your Midot. You're using your Kochot HaNefesh for a higher purpose. Right? You have a Koach HaNefesh called Azus. It's a Koach HaNefesh. You could use that koyach nefesh of azus for higher things, right? The az kanamer that you know what you have to do in avodas Hashem, and you're not a weak person. You don't suffer from FOMO. You don't need to have the validation from others. Az powerful koyach avodas Hashem, or if you don't elevate that koyach, then what happens to you? You could use that koyach. The Yitzhahara will manipulate to use that koyach to be a mechutzif. As ponim. You'll do averot mefahesim with not even caring. Right? So you have to elevate your koyach. You have to be kal kanesher. Instead of using that swiftness for not good things, you use the swiftness for avoidus hashem. Right? Each thing. It's called elevating your, your midas. Tikkun hamidis. Tikkun ha'odah. Is when you take your koiches ha'nefesh that Hashem put in you, which these are koiches ha'nefesh that be'etzim are coming from animals. The ones that we mentioned here. So you could either take the animalistic koiches and elevate them for a higher purpose, that's called kedusha, Or, you allow the animal within yourself to behave like an animal. And then you're again a man. You got it? You're either a Ganadin man. A Ganadin man takes the animalistic traits and elevates them for a higher purpose, or you use them like an animal. Says the Mishnah that without the Besamikdash, it is very, very difficult to elevate 
your midas to the higher purpose. And I'm going to explain to you why in a minute. So when we mention that you could either be a very big oivet Hashem, or you could turn into a bum, you can be Ashpanam the Gehenna. Same Mida. Shail is how it's used. Elevated or not elevated. Now we remember how much we need the base Hamikdash. That means now you're learning a Tifazach, Rabbi Sai. You know what a Tifazach is? A deep thing. That Tikkun Hamidis is totally on base Hamikdash. And the further and further that we go away from Beis Hamikdash, the harder and harder it is to have Tikkun Hamidis. And if you don't have Tikkun Hamidis, you have the same animalistic traits in you. If they're not going to be elevated, you end up being a bigger animal. And has there ever been a generation that has worse Midas than our generation? No. The worst. Azpanim, chutzpayazgei. That's all over the place in today's generation. But it's it's connected with the fact that we don't have a base on English. It's connected. It's not an independent thing. So when we talk about how to use your kaiches anefesh, automatically the Mishnah has to say yehidat son. There should be base on English. Now the question that I'm asking the oilum is, why is tikkun hamidus? Connected to a base amigdash. Lachayra. Base amigdash is korbonis. Base amigdash is ketoris. Base amigdash is avoida. So you want to tell me that when there was a destruction of the base amigdash, we lost a big thing of korbanot. But why can't we fix our character trait? Everybody knows, you know, this character development. Everybody can work on it. Even not religious Jews work on character development, right? All of a sudden we're telling you that without the base Hamigdash, you can't truly make Tikkun Hamidus. Why not? What's the connection? So here's a deep Yisait. You ready, Rabbi Yisait? A deep Yisait. To truly fix your Midas means that you have to elevate your midas to a higher purpose. Got it? That means you can't stay in the world and have true tikkun amidas if your purpose in life is becoming uh, using oilam hazeh and gashmias. And if your world is this world, oilam hazeh, if you don't live for a higher purpose, you can't truly have Tikkun Amidus. You can have a way of getting along with people. You can be careful not to hurt people. But to have true Tikkun Amidus, that's impossible without living for a higher purpose. When a person lives for a higher purpose, Olam Habo, for Hashem, for Kiddush Hashem, he's living for a higher purpose, that is then and only then could you have Tikkun Hamidus. You understand? So now, that's a shmooze in itself why it's like that, but that's a reality. The reality is, what I'm telling you is a very deep thing and you have to remember it for the rest of your life. You cannot have Tikkun Hamidus without Emunah. Emunah 
is the Hagdoma. It's the introduction to Tikkun Amidus. Because the reason why I'm able to, let's say, acquire via half dollar reyacha kamoicha, what makes you like me? Because we are together for the higher purpose. So for the higher purpose, we're equal. Right? So it's only because of the higher purpose that we can reach all these levels of chesed and, and, and rachamim and all these inyonim. That's only because of emuna. When I see my body as only a kalifa avoido. So when my body is a kalifa avoido, then I'm not a baltaiva. If my body is a keli for the higher purpose, then I'm not a Balgaiva. Tikkun Amidus has to come together with Emunah. Where do you get Emunah? So what's the Iker Emunah, which all the Tikkun Amidus rides on? That's called Ein Oid Milavada. You ever heard of it? It's not a bracelet that you wear that says Ein Oid Milavada. That's not going to do much for you. Ein oid milvadoi, Moishi, is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the only true intrinsic existence and everything else is only the manifestation of His will. You understand? Ein oid milvadoi. That's what you mean when you say Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. Ebotl mavotl today, right? Ein oid milvadoi. The problem is, when you look in the world, you will see everything but Einoid Movadai. You see Yesh Oid Movadai. You see Teva. You see people have power. You see that money talks. You see everything else besides Einoid Movadai. That's why I once saw, I believe in the Chassam Seifer, B'Shem Da'al-Fla. He says, why you have to cover your eyes when you say Shabbat? Why do you have to cover your eyes? So he explains that we have eyes from our seichel, from our neshama, and we have eyes in the physical eyes. He says when your physical eyes see the world, your spiritual eyes become blind. So you have to close up your physical eyes in order for your spiritual eyes to see. Means if I look at the world, I can't, Fathom Hashem Echad. It's not Shaykh. I don't see Echad. I see all kinds of other powers in the world. So in order for me to lock in to the understanding of Hashem Echad, I gotta close out the whole world. But the point is, that today's generation, today's life, it is extremely difficult to see Hashem, Enoid Movada in the world. Evildoers are Matzliach. All kinds of things are working that don't seem to have HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the picture. Do you understand? So where did we, when was clarity? When did the clarity of Einoid Movadeh, where was that? That was in the Beis HaMikdash. I'm going to show you that in Tefillah, okay? There's many Mekoyvists to it, but I want to show you one spot. Every day, you say Aleinu, right? I hope so. Aleinu L'Shabek. You make it till the end? Okay, good. Alright, so now, so you have Aleinu L'Shabech. What's the first paragraph of Aleinu L'Shabech about? Enoid Muladoi. That's what it's about. 
אנחנו משתחווים לפני מלך מלכי המלוך המקודש ברוך הוא שהוא נוטה שמיים ויוסף את ארץ ומשה וכאילו שמיים מעל שחיית עזוב ומורים הוא אלוהינו ואין עוד אחר אמת מלכנו ואפס הוא לא עושה ככוסר בתרא וידעת היום והשיבותה לבביך כי השם הוא האלוהים בשמיים ממעל ועל הארץ מתחת אין עוד So what are you talking about, Nalenu? Ain oid milvadoi. Next paragraph. Alkein. Therefore, now that I establish that we have a chiyuv of yadata yoyim b'ashivoy selavavecha to understand and to know and to, to internalize. Ain oid milvadoi. What happens next? Alkein nekavelach. Hashem Eloikein, Lirois Meheiru, B'Teferes Uzecha. What's Teferes Uzecha? Anybody know? Beis HaMikdosh. All of a sudden, say, now we're waiting for Beis HaMikdosh, and Lahavik Galulim in Aretz, which is Geula, to get rid of all the Avoy Nezorim, V'Alilim Karayikalim, V'Sakein Oilom, Malchushad, that's Mashiach. V'Chol B'nei Bosiku. So what do you see from Aleinu? Poshet Kipshat in Aleinu. You start off establishing the Amuna of Enoid Movadoi, and automatically the next step is to daven for Mashiach and Binyan Beis Amikdash. Because only by Binyan Beis Amikdash and Mashiach do we see Enoid Movadoi. So let's do the math now, okay? It's a Pashtrichesh. If Tikkun Hamidis is totally on Amuna, which is Enoid Movadoi, And when the Beis HaMikdash is not here, it's very almost impossible to have it. Right? As we saw in the Mishnah. That the Mishnah was talking about using your Koychus HaNefesh, Tikkun HaMidus. It was talking about elevating your Koychus HaNefesh. And then it says, Yihira Tzom Lefanechish and make Binyan Beis HaMikdash. We see it from Alenu. That without Beis HaMikdash, you don't have Emunah. And Tikkun HaMidus is Talian HaMunah. So if Tikkun HaMidus is Talian HaMunah, Without Beis HaMikdash, very hard to work on your Midas. And the problem is not that you just don't work on, you can't work on your Midas. The problem with Midas is, that these are Kaychas HaNefesh that can either be used for good or bad. So if you're not elevating them, then they're being used for bad. So not only are you not getting great, because the Beis HaMikdash is not here, you're actually getting worse. That's the spiritual death. We started off the shtikl teher. Ah, Ezra, you made the tail end. It's kvaldik. Right? So again, we started off the shtikl teher. Well, how did we start off the shtikl teher? We started off the shtikl teher that we say in Maftir that Beis Hamikdash is called Bet Hayenu. The house that gives us spiritual life. We brought down the Goyim and Yeshaya That says that the Beit HaMikdash is compared to Adama, just like Adama gives us our physical life, the Beit HaMikdash gives us our spiritual life, right? So the destruction of the Beit HaMikdash is a spiritual death. How are we explaining that in this Shtikl Torah? The spiritual death means that we no longer feel the emuna of Enoid Movadoi and all the parts that go into it. The Mela When we're lacking in Emune, we're lacking in Tikkun Amidus. And Memela, you see what you see in 2023. Spiritual death, for sure. 
That's spiritual death. That's spiritual death. So a person, so the Basil Shasharim told us, we have to daven for the Beis HaMikdash and for Geula, we have to see it in a practical way. We have to see that now that we don't have it, look at all the problems that we have from bad Midas. How many machlekas did husband and wives? How many problems between parents and children? How many problems between partners and business? How many fights, politics, you name it, what's going on out there, forget about it. Even from your small little tiny world, I'm sure you know some. But the more you get to know what's going on out there, the more you see. All is that what? No tikkun amidot. If there would be tikkun amidis, the way it's supposed to be, we could probably do without a bezdin, you know? So all these problems that we have, tikkun amidis problems. But where does these tikkun amidis problems begin? Because there's no emunah. Where does the problem of no emunah become, come from? No base amidis. So now we understand in a practical way. You want fighting to go away. You want jealousy to go away. You want all these issues that we live with on a daily basis. We became so used to the madness that we don't even realize how mad it is. But if we really think into it and we realize all these problems, then we realize that it's directly linked to Beis HaMikdash. Directly linked. All this spiritual death that we have. So that's what we can do to that. Okay, we'll stop there.